You're listening to Call to Homeschool, episode number 202, Should Your Kid Play an Instrument? Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right, welcome back. First off, I have to tell you, I am not at my house, so I'm recording this from a hotel room in California, so hopefully the audio is okay. Um, I apologize if the sound is off, but there you go. It's better than not doing an episode at all. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode about this for a while, about playing instruments, whether or not it should be in your homeschool, should you have your kids do it. It's been on my mind a lot. It's come up in coaching. I've seen it in Facebook groups. I've seen it all over different places, homeschool communities. So here are my thoughts. Um, There are a lot of opinions out there about whether or not you should or shouldn't have your kids be playing an instrument, how it's good for them. Um, whether or not it should just be a school subject, whether you should have force, all of those types of things. So I'm going to give you my opinion, my opinion, because I can. And this is from a perspective of a mother who has a lot of children who loves music, um, actually loves instruments, and also uh, wanted her own children to play instruments. Also, just not as a mother, but as a coach. So having that perspective as well. So first off, let's talk about why so many people are wanting their kids to play an instrument. And I mean, just the, I I feel like music is so moving and just on a personal level, I love music. And it's so interesting when I hear music, I see a dance and I can see how my body should move with it. So I feel like music is another way to express yourself, another way to have an art and all those beautiful things, but just even some quick Google searches telling you of all the fun ways that music and playing an instrument is good for your brain. So playing a musical instrument is the brain equivalent of a full body workout, unlike other brain training activities like chess and Sudoku. Playing an instrument recruits almost every part of the brain, including regions that process vision, sound, movement, and memory. Um, It says playing a musical instrument improves your memory. Music helps relieve stress. It makes you smarter. It can build your confidence and give you a sense of achievement. Playing an instrument may be one of the best ways to help keep the brain healthy. It engages every major part of the central nervous system, said John Danny, PhD. So that is just a very quick Google search of ways that instruments are so good for your brain. And um, like do even five minutes more of research and you'll find even more. So I don't need any convincing of how good it is for your brain. Like, yes, I did it. I believe, right? So before I dive in, I, um, if your kids are enjoying playing instrument and if there is not fighting and whining and crying, complaining, all those things, tears, then probably just keep doing what you're doing. However, if there are, if you are fighting, there's contention, um, they are whining, there's crying, all those types of things, then this episode just might be for you. So this is, um, those of you who are finding yourself arguing with your kids about practicing, 
Those of you who are finding yourself threatening your children, you have to practice or you will not get to do this, that, or whatnot, hanging it over their heads or they'll have some major consequences. That's who this is for. So when I started homeschooling, my kids were starting to get a little bit older. I started to teach them piano. Now, I'm pretty basic on the piano, but I was able to start teaching them the fundamentals, right? This is magic C. Um, this is where your hands go. The timing of music, just a lot of those basics. And so I was teaching them how to play the piano. And my three kids would just do it. And it was just one of their school subjects. I had a day of the week that I taught, and then they were supposed to practice it every day, all those types of things. And eventually, my second son, Porter, wanted to learn the guitar. I figured it was just a phase, and I told him that if he wanted to learn to play the guitar, then he was going to need to buy his own. Um, he then started to teach himself to play all from YouTube. He would then spend hours practicing and playing. He was saving up money. He was buying nicer guitars, and he was getting better and better. So eventually, we realized this was not a phase, and eventually, my husband and I, we went and found a really good guitar teacher. Then our son joined the jazz band in junior high and in high school. Um, side note, he did not actually ever attend those schools, but they were really great to work with a homeschool kid and playing there. So anyways, we had no beef with the school of getting him in, so that was easy. Um, he later joined Soundhouse and ended up getting to tour Europe with his band. He even has a few albums, if you want to go check out Tico, T-I-C-O, on Spotify. Um, he has some really cool albums on there, and he's not only an amazing guitarist, but he's an incredible songwriter as well. He can play the ukulele. I believe he plays the bass. He does on most of his albums. It's all him. Sometimes Bella singing with him. And in one song, a friend of ours was the drummer. But most of the songs, he's all the instruments. And it's super, super amazing, right? So I'm like, wow, I'm killing it. I've, I've inspired this child so greatly. Then I have another child. <laughs> this is why the good Lord gave me so many children is to get, keep me humble. Because whenever I'm like, wow, I'm killing it. I'm doing so great. I would have another kid. I'm like, oh, okay. So I need to learn everything over again. So I had this other kid and he had a gift for piano, right? So I'm seeing this other kid go hog wild with guitar, going just like on this amazing path with music. And it's amazing, inspiring and beautiful. And then I get this kid who's so good with piano. Like so, so good with piano. Had such a gift. They'd play upside down, upside down with his hands crossed, forward hands crossed, like all sorts of trick playing. It was so, so fun and so great to see him. And he loved it so much. He even ended up asking for his own keyboard for his birthday, for his bedroom, so he could practice, maybe put headphones in so people weren't like, be quiet. <laughs> and he could just play and he loved it. So what did I do? I got so excited. I started forcing him to play. No longer was I the teacher, but I went and got him a teacher because I saw this um, this gift that he had. So I went and hired a teacher, and then I started to try to make him practice and force him to do it. And this went downhill very quickly. So this child who absolutely loved piano was playing nonstop, trick playing, piano in his room. All of a sudden, instead of me teaching, I've hired out a teacher who's more strict than I am. Um, and he now has to practice really strictly because I've invested all this money and he has to practice and his love for it just tanked. Um, when the day I knew it gone too far was the day I got after him. Um, I don't know if I yelled, but I definitely was not kind. And I insulted him personally about his practicing. And that was the day I let him quit. 
It's the day I had to remind myself that my son and our relationship was way more important than him being able to be a master pianist. Learning an instrument is so good for your kids, but my dear friends, not every kid needs to be a musician. I know that pushing through with an instrument is a way to teach them to work hard, but if they hate it and you are fighting with them, then they can learn to work hard with something else. Now, if your kid isn't fighting you and it's not causing an issue in your relationship, then keep going. Three of my other kids took piano and even had a teacher for a little bit while, a little while. And when they were done, then they were done. And we just let them quit. And they have a fun relationship with piano. And it's something that they just get to do when they feel like it and when it's fun and engaging. So here are some of my thoughts with this. With my, when a child truly loves something, you no longer have to make them practice and do it. So with my son with guitar, I never had to ask him to go practice. Hey, you have your tour coming up. Have you practiced? Hey, you were playing at this festival. You got to play the Star Spangled Banner for a few events, right? And I was never like, hey, buddy, are we doing this? I don't want to be embarrassed when my kid goes up there and doesn't know what to do. I never had to ask him to practice. He loved it so much that it was actually the opposite when we'd say, can you please be done with your guitar today? Um, he loves it. On his mission right now, he has his guitar and we send him a ukulele and he just, he loves music and he still plays for me almost every week when I get to talk to him because he loves it so much. And so when somebody loves something, they will just do it. And so my kids, so this kid was happened to be an instrument, but uh, my other kids who have loved theater, I've never had to ask him, did you go memorize your lines? Are you doing what you said you would do with the theater or singing or something else like that? They just go and do it. Also with my kids who love sports, they will just go out and practice and they're shooting hoops and they're running passes and they're lifting weights so they can get stronger, faster, all those types of things. So when your kid loves it, you don't even have to ask them to go do it. They will just go and do it. And it's a really, really neat place to be. So that's my little side note. So if you are getting frustrated with your child, because I've put them in, I know when the instrument is good for you, they're not doing it. Now I'm frustrated. And a lot of times, sometimes that frustration is because I'm paying money for this teacher and then you're not practicing and it is a waste of money. So if your kid is, so let's say like if your kid doesn't want to be taught and doesn't want a teacher, then you need to either decide that I'm willing to invest this money knowing that they're not going to practice and I'm not going to fight with them, or I need to just let them quit and saying like, this isn't worth it. They really hate it. If you have a kid who's like, no, 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 please don't, don't cancel this teacher. I really love it. I know it. I'll practice more. I, I want to do it. They may need to take more responsibility on. So having them pay half of the lesson or for the full lesson, like, okay, if it's important to you, then you'll figure out how to pay for it. Those types of things. Um, another thing is there are lots of ways for your kid to learn to work hard and push through things. So if music is their jam, then they will learn hard work through music. But if it's not, let them learn it through something that they love. Um, what if your kid loves sports? And look at this with one of my kids. They wanted to quit piano. They did piano for a few years and, and they liked it and they still play for fun but they'd rather focus on sports. 
and running. And right now, as I'm recording, this is basketball season. Oh, it just wrapped up. Basketball season just wrapped up. But they were going and spending hours shooting and practicing and doing all these things to learn to work hard, to not give up when the game got hard and all those types of things. And so you can learn hard work through something else besides an instrument. Um, so let's see, what else? Instead of trying to make your kid play an instrument when they don't want to, what about helping them try something they are interested in and helping them work hard through that? Okay, so I already talked about that one. So the next one is another thing I've heard is I don't want my kid to just quit when things get hard. Yes, I get that. It totally makes sense. Um, not too long ago, one of my darlings was in a class that they wanted me to sign them up. That was a year long class and I had to pay for the whole tuition. And then they're going through and like, I hate this class. I hate everything about it. Now this class has showed me I never want to go in this field because I did not know I would not like it at all. And, um, so it was interesting because what I did is I just met with this kid and said, okay, here are my concerns about you just quitting Here's what I invested because you said you really wanted this class. And we came to an agreement together where this kid said, I will finish a semester and then I will pay you back the half for the other semester that um, I'm not going to do. Um, so if your kid wants to quit, ask them, <laughs> ask them questions. Is there something else going on? Is it because it's just hard and I feel stupid because everybody else is better than me and, and I feel embarrassed. And if it's, I feel embarrassed and we can work through that. But if it's like, mom, I have sausage fingers and learning to play the violin is so just not fun. It's interesting. If you read about Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer, and I want to say he's won the most gold medals, at least for swimming, right? And he is built to be an amazing swimmer. I want to say he's 6'4", but maybe I'm wrong. But he's he his torso is super duper long. He has a pretty short inseam, like a 30-inch inseam or something like that and for how tall he is. And then his wingspan is massive. And so this man's body was built to be a swimmer. So can you imagine if his mother came to him and said, Ooh, Michael, I think every kid needs to be um, a pianist. And every kid needs to learn to play the piano to learn to work hard and do all these things, even though he's built to be a swimmer. And so like, there may be physical challenges for somebody to learn to do an instrument. And but they'd be so much better at something else. And I think it's in the book Atomic Habits where it talks about this, where if Michael Phelps tried to be a runner, he would have sunk because he has such short legs. And then they go on to talk about this man. I don't remember who the guy was, but he was a really fast runner, but he was kind of stocky and short and he would make a terrible swimmer. So sometimes we're like we have these ideas like everybody needs to learn to play an instrument because of all the good reasons why I have already said. And then we don't look at the child and we forget to make them an individual and say, yes, music is amazing, but so are so many other things. And maybe we could try something different. Um, so thinking what they, if they want to quit, getting curious, why do you want to quit? Is it just because it's hard? Is it because you don't like it, right? Can we try it for two months and then we can quit something like that? Working with them, which can happen when you have a great connection with your kid. Um, also, there's nothing wrong with quitting. Have you ever done something and just like, this isn't for me? I, oh my gosh, <laughs> I did this with quilting. I thought, you know what looks really cool is to make a quilt. And I think I'd like to learn. And I went to a quilt making class 
what is that like a Hobby Lobby or something like that? It wasn't Hobby Lobby, but it was something like that. And we did the class together and I liked the social aspect of it. And I liked being with the other ladies and having somebody there to help me. And as soon as I came home and tried to do it by myself, I thought, I hate everything about this, everything about this. And I bought a big cutting board and the special cutting, like the rotary cutting knives and like all the fancy things. And I thought, and I hate it. And it would be complete drudgery to make me do this. But is sewing good for you? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure that we could find a study on that. So like, there's nothing wrong with quitting because now I know I don't like uh, making quilts because I tried it, right? So sometimes we need to try things so we know we don't like it. So there's nothing really wrong with quitting. Um, I love just the idea of being able to try a lot of things and find what resonates with you, right? We could, I mean, you could argue so many things are really good for your children. Uh, dancing, because it learned, they, they learn to move their body, and ballet, and the classical music, and, and so many different things we could argue. Um, to write poetry, what it does for your brain, to learn to write in cursive, we could argue so many things. But at the end of the day, I think it's best to work with your child's gifts and help them to succeed with what resonates with them. And I just think we all have different things that resonate with us that we are called to do. And we have different strengths and different talents. And God doesn't want everybody to be a musician because if everybody's a musician, then nobody's enjoying the music, right? And so just some ideas to get curious. And this is for those of you who are fighting with your kids about practicing. Now, if you don't are, I know I also have listeners on here who are just thinking about homeschooling or your kids are younger. So here are, I, I'm going to talk about the ideas to inspire, but if you're like, but I kind of want to try instruments, then ease into it. Go nice and slow. Just practice it, like find a free program on YouTube. Teach them yourself so that you're not emotionally hooked on, like I'm paying this money and now you're just wasting it and all those types of things. Um, so one of the things I really want, especially if this is, if you have young children, but I'm still doing this with my kids because I think music is beautiful and powerful and wonderful, but I want to inspire them. And if you play an instrument, that's a great way. If you don't learn, like inspiring them by learning to play an instrument, it's so interesting just by doing my Iron Man. It has been so cool to watch my kids be inspired to want to exercise. I had everybody come with me to the pool the other night and swim laps because I was going swimming, I'm biking, I'm running. And so all of a sudden I have kids who are like, huh, I think, I think maybe I'd do a triathlon with you. I'd like, if you'll do a smaller one, I'll do that with you. Like just you learning an instrument. So even like if you didn't learn when you were younger, learning one as an adult is inspiring. So that's super inspiring. Playing music for them. This is so easy with phones, with uh, what is it, Alexa, with Google, all those things. You can literally say, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, play um, Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture. Play, whenever we're studying a country, I'll say play Italian opera music. Play famous ballads from France or wherever we're learning, right? Just like we're inspired by this beautiful music and just talking about it, right? Learning about the musicians. So maybe having that be part of your school where we're talking about these different musicians and um, all the beautiful things. Another thing you can do is take them to a symphony or even watch stuff on YouTube. <laughs> we have so many things that we can be inspired with. And so there's even this thing on YouTube 
I don't love YouTube. I have a hate, love, love, hate relationship with it. And so I don't let my kids just get on YouTube. But if I have something where everybody can be out and seeing it, there is this man, I want to say it's Russo, R-O-U-S-S-E, I want to say, Russo, I don't know how you say that. And he just is playing classical pieces, but like it lights up. And my kids will just sit and be completely inspired by that. And so when Briggy went and learned the junior version of Vivaldi's Winter because of this YouTube video he was inspired by. So at the very beginning, I was talking about how it's really good for your brain to learn an instrument. But friends, there are other things that are also really good for your brain. Um, to have a healthy brain, to do all those things, even writing in person, it gets both sides of your brain talking to each other, right? Different things that you could be doing. But some other things, like just for basic, good, high-quality health of a brain, um, exercise. And it was interesting that the one the one um, stat I found about how it's a, like doing an instrument is like a full-body workout. Well, a full-body workout then is also good for your brain. So those of you who have kids who are more physical and need to be doing and having movement, exercise is also really, really good for their brain. Another thing that's great for your brain is getting enough sleep. It's huge for your brain. You need lots of sleep and eating good real food. Those are just a few things that are good for your brains. So friends, if you are fighting with your kids over practicing, I would love to challenge you to get curious. Why is this a fight? Is this something I really want to fight with my kids about? Is my child playing an instrument more important than my relationship with this child? Then getting curious of what are you really wanting them to learn by playing an instrument? And this is a really great question to ask yourself. Like, I want them to learn to work hard. I want them to learn to push through when things are hard. Um, I want them to whatever, get both sides of the brain talking to each other, whatever it is. Find out what the reason is and then see if there's a way you could teach that that is helping create peace in your home instead of driving that contention. All right, I would love to hear your thoughts about this. So make sure to send me a message and uh, have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you next time. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you.